heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? The Racing Pulse Hong Kong Racing Watch. Hutchies Honkers with Clint Hutchison. Uh, so good to catch up with Clint Hutchison. Uh, Hutchies Honkers, your one-stop shop each and every week, but you must subscribe, must download and have a look at uh, the the video content, which is absolutely outstanding. Uh, last year's, uh, last week's episode with Damien Lane, I'm going to run a few grabs from as well as getting all the tips. And I believe, as I say, good morning to Hutchie over in Hong Kong. You're on, uh, on the media bus, are you heading out to track work? We sure am, Michael. Yeah, we're uh, we're not too far away. We're about another ten or fifteen minutes away, but early start, but still on Melbourne time. So there's no harm. I'm feeling pretty fresh. Quiet night um, we got in last night, and a little bit of uh, dinner, and off to bed, and up ready to go today. Well, that's good. You didn't over race first up. No, you, that's a key. That's a that's a rookie error, <laughs> uh, Michael. If you, uh, you 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 know, it's a bit like when you go down to the ball. You don't want to be charging the first night. You've got to keep a lid on it. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, let, let's start with Sunday before we delve into tonight's um, international jockey challenge meeting and. Um, you've seen many of these international days, Hutchie. Uh, there's a lot of excitement and anticipation about these fabulous four group ones on Sunday. How do you rate the the races overall? Oh, really well, because there's a, a nice bit of depth in each and every event. The Japan are really well represented, as they often are, but I think they're sending across a pretty strong sort of contingent this year and um, thinking that they can potentially knock off a couple of uh, Hong Kong champs and each race has got its unique sort of um, attraction point I think um, and then you look at the cup and the clash potentially between Prognosis and, and Romantic Warrior and the Vars looks open and there's a lot of nice horses in the Vars without running through them all we've got the mild golden 60 first up can he do it what a training performance that'd be but Japan have brought along a, a few really handy ones and then the sprint probably they haven't been quite where they have Hong Kong but I think that's the race where they'll be most confident about winning. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I alluded to the fact that on your triple trio um, television show and your podcast that you do, you had Damien Lane um, last week, and it was it was just great to hear from Damien because we don't get to hear from him too much publicly, and to get his insight, especially into the Japanese runners that we're going to see on the weekend, and um, the, the the one that you mentioned is the big one, and that is prognosis who he's not actually riding but i thought his his analysis and his confidence in prognosis was quite amazing this is what he had to say on prognosis um and the other bloke prognosis who i was talking about we went back to japan smashed him in a separate kinan really strong field group two he had a prep run in japan for this race which yeah. was against equinox he run third um i presume it was just just a building block this has been a target so this is the for, target for this them. has been a target race for them for a long time oh, because oh. they sort of said well we don't think he's going to beat equinox and co so we want to win a group one with him and we think this would be the one to do it with so i think um yeah once again the two japanese horses here hishiya glass was the other one he's probably not been at his best in his, his last couple of runs. He's more than capable of running a good race as well, but if someone's going to knock him off, I'd expect it to be Russian Park yeah. or, or um, Prognosis. So Prognosis is $4 in the Hong Kong Cup. Romantic Warrior is $2.30. Are, are you just as uh, confident that Prognosis can beat Romantic Warrior? 
I think it's a great opportunity because he, he would have gone very close back in April in the QE2, but for a lack of pace in the race. And there'll be more tempo this time around. They also know him better. The horse has been targeted. And Romantic Warriors, of course, beat down to Australia. So the normal home ground advantage isn't quite there. I mean, that's not to say he hasn't had an extra week or two back here to get primed for the race. But there has to be that niggling little concern that um, he has been overseas and he's still got us acclimatised back into the routine. But, look, it's going to be a great race. I mean... Oh, I thought he made a really good case. What a talent he is, Damien Lane, as well, in the saddle and off it. I mean, I, I was uh, blown away with how well he, he interviewed and just his knowledge and passion for, for racing in general, but particularly his knowledge of the, all those Japanese entrants. Um, I think it was really quite insightful, a lot of the information he had to give, and I walked away from that interview thinking, wow, I've got to... Re- I, re- I respected prognosis before, but after talking to Damien, I thought... I've got to give him a little bit more respect mm. now. And the other one that I I couldn't concur uh, more wholeheartedly was uh, the the Japanese galloper Levin Stiller that he was talking about, which goes around in the Hong Kong Vars, and and I see it's now favourite. Most of probably the Aussie um, attention had been on West Wind Blows, who's an eleven dollar chance. But uh, this is what Damien had to say about Levin Stiller and, and the Japanese contingent, which are gang tackling the Vars. That I think could be. Um a genuine winning chance is Laban still. Yeah. Uh, Joe Marrera will stick with him. He won a 2200-metre Group 2 last start. He beat Sol Oriens, who was sort of who was one of the best three-year-olds of the year. He's really untapped this horse. I think he's uh, six starts, four wins or something right. similar, similar like that. Mm. He could be the next, you know... Um, He's a genuine Group One horse, really? I think, in the future, and next year he could he could win multiple Group Ones. He's he's, he's quite a special horse on the way up. Uh, so just whether he's ready to win a race of this nature, but but he's um, he's a nice horse going places as well. I thought he checked himself halfway through that comment. He was going to say something pretty um, uh, pretty yeah. definitive there, but it gives you confidence for that horse. He wanted to be a little little measured, didn't he? But um, he. Which he certainly was, but I thought it was all. I mean, Joe Marrera's been—he's been in Hong Kong, sorry, Japan for a bit of a stint, and this is the one that he's coming out to ride. And just on the back of his profile of lightly raised, a lot of wins, and it's a great time for a lot of those Northern Hemisphere three-year-olds, Michael. Because, and this is why we saw them—you know—the French Phillies had so much success here for a period of time because of the weight allowance that they get in December. I know they're three-year-olds, but they turn four next month. So they're getting this um, this weight allowance in a lot of races, and uh, I know it's not much, but when you're at that elite level, and you get that little bit of a leeway, it does make a difference, and and you know it's a formula that may well prove successful again this year. What are the locals saying, uh, and what's the build-up been like for Golden Sixty in the in the Hong Kong Mile? Well, I think there's some reservations around, but they were happy enough with the way that he trialled. Um, I'm going to catch up with Vincent Ho today and have a bit more of a chat to find out a touch more. So I won't, I won't say too much. But you know, they're um, it, look. This would be some sort of uh, some sort of training performance. I was trying to, I think it's 180 days or something since he uh, since he last competed. So mm-hmm. you're effectively up to first first up for six months, and it's not like he's a young horse. He's uh, he's an aging galloper. So it'll be some sort of effort if he can uh, manage to win first. Up. I know he's got this impeccable record fresh, but a lot of those have been, again, uh, probably half of them or three-quarters of them were 
you know, races that he was winnable. They were small fields, um, and, you know, often he used the trial as the lead-in, so it wasn't, I think, a real guide to his fresh horse. I'm not saying he's not a good fresh horse. I mean, his winning record wherever he runs seems to be good. First up, second up, third up, fourth up, but it'd have to be a big effort, and he's tackling some horses that are half fit, half race fit, and... Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him and just seeing what the feedback is from Vincent, most importantly. Is that a race where we might get a bit of value around uh, Golden 60 because he's going to be such a, a sentimental, dominant favourite? I think potentially, yes. And I think that might be the case with all of them. I mean, the, the, the local contingent are going to be right behind Romantic Warrior Golden 60. A bit like the Whirlpool was, in, um, I think, in Australia mm. for the, some of those features. You know, they're going to they're be well-supported. Now, that said, there has been the occasion when the Japanese come in and they decide that they want to make one of theirs favourite. And they've got a fair bit of clout, so um, it'll be quite an intriguing betting contest from that perspective because uh, there's a couple of races there. There, there will certainly be some value away from the favourites, I think, on the day. What are your thoughts about the, the Hong Kong sprint at this stage? Obviously, the local star Lucky Swain S, it's pretty tight in the market, uh, $2. You've got Wellington at $5 and, and Highfield Princess, who had some intrigue at around about $6. Yeah, I think he's a fair price. I think he'll be hard to beat. Um, I know he's not where he has been, but he's been building slowly this this time in. Um, and I, 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 without saying too much, and uh, I have had a good look at the field, I think he's got them covered. He's got the locals covered, which are normally the main threats. I know he didn't get there by a big margin. I don't know if the Japanese are anything special. And I, I feel Princess does bring that genuine form from overseas, but year after year I hear that with the English sprinters, and year after year they're not good enough. Um, so, I think he'll be very, very hard to beat. I, I think even money's probably as good as you're going to get. Gee, I like that. Well, that might be a little Sunday bank builder uh, for those who want to have a, a Hong Kong Sunday afternoon. Now, Hutchie, uh, I know you're just arriving at the track there for track work, so I won't keep you too much longer, but um, do you like tonight's international jockey meeting from a punting perspective? Oh, I'll tell you what, it's nice and tough. Um, there are a lot of races that have, which is what you want, really. I mean, you want you want races that have multiple chances in them. Um, there's uh, probably half of the card there where literally you've got eight of 12 chances that you wouldn't be surprised. So there'll be a few races there. It'll be 5 or $6 a field. So mm-hmm. it'll be good from that point of view if you like to have a, a little wager on one at a reasonable price. Um, I think it, firstly, just with the International Jockey Championship, I think J-Mac's got a really good chance to take it out. I think he's equal favourite, but... Um, I like his rides. I think you know he can. It's in four legs races, four, five, seven, eight, and I think he can. Uh, he's got sort of genuine winning chances in two, and he might be able to pinch that third one as well. So, J-Mac's got a really good chance. And outside of that, the, the second outside of the field, Kawada is a, a good rush. I'm not sure if they're um, allowing it, they're placing those bet on the tote or not. But if you want to have a bet on the bet, I reckon the Japanese jockey's got a couple of great okay. rides. Lovely. But outside of that, um, yeah, as far as J-Mac's concerned, I mean, his rides on the night, I thought one of his better rides was in the penultimate race, of course, called uh, Game Player Elite. thought he looked a really good chance. His second up run was a, was an eye-catching run. Was he race eight? Race eight, number nine. Me, race eight, number race eight, nine. number nine. Yep. Yeah. yeah, fantastic run. Really caught the eye. I thought he's about $5 overnight, and I think 
you get four or five dollars about him, you'll do really well. And I think the brother-in-law can win the opening race with Valhalla. Won the other day. I think we tipped him on your show the other day, and he you won. Did. I think he'll win again. Race yeah. one, number four. Beautiful. Um, will you do a little bit of uh, wrangling while you're over there to bring a few Munamex back? We're always on the lookout, Michael. We've got <laughs> one there that uh, we're sort of rehabbing at the moment, which you'll hopefully be a part of at some point, and uh, we've got to get all that paperwork done. But, yeah, absolutely. We, um, we'll we be looking for some opportunities, and um, hopefully we'll find one or two. Well, mate, you enjoy it. And as I said, just tune in to Hong Kong Hutchies. If you're not a subscriber, make sure you jump on uh, because or Hutchies Honkers because that's the, the best uh, form analysis you'll get for tonight's meeting and also the huge Sunday meeting as well. Hey, if you see Hoss over there representing RSN, he's put himself on the, the junker. Just make sure he doesn't go too hard. He's a bit of a party animal when he gets away from the missus. He's done well, hasn't he? Yeah. He's done well. I know. He just uh, um, slots in, seat one. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I'll be. I'm sure I'll spot him somewhere along the line, but um, I will. I'll be keeping my eye on him as well. Yeah. But hey, Michael, best of luck. We'll chat. Maybe we'll have a chat on the weekend or close the weekend before the big ones. Anyway, if we've got any update, maybe on Friday we can have. A good I'd chat love there. to do it if you're available. We'll do that yeah. on Friday. Absolutely. Yeah. Good on you, Hutchie. Sounds good. Cheers, mate. Clint Hutchison live from Hong Kong.